listening to a Sharesies podcast. It's Monday the 6th of September. You are listening to Recap. I'm Jose. And I'm Alice. We both work at Sharesies. Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create the most financially empowered generation. But before we kick off, here's a really important message. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. Oh my gosh, uh, how was your weekend, Alice? Think, um, you, you're looking bright and, and well lit where you are Yeah, at the no, it was very relaxing, except for the fact that I stayed up ridiculously late um, <laughs> a couple of nights to watch the Black Caps. I, I um, didn't even know they were playing, I have to say. That's how clued into cricket I am. But uh, it was did they win? What happened? Uh, we we lost on Friday night oh. and won last night playing against um, Bangladesh at the moment. Oh, nice one! But I'm, you made some sausages on the weekend, didn't I, you? I, I yeah, I, I I'm living that like lockdown life. I made some sausages, complete with hog casings, and wow. picked some parsley out of the garden, out of my out of my window box, and then I ate Shit. the sausages and finished them off today. And I'm Chef Jose. I'm feeling pretty good about that. Some Bobosa <laughs> bangers, they were fantastic. Alrighty, should we get into it? Let's do it. Okay, so um, I have some news that's come from S&P Dow Jones Indices. S&P, that name's familiar. What are they doing in? Uh, so S&P Dow Jones Indices, that, that is quite a mouthful. Um, <laughs> yeah. They are the world's leading resource for providing benchmarks and indices for financial markets. Um, it, that's as they describe themselves. So basically they create indices that track the performance of certain stocks or other assets that can be used as benchmarks for an investment's type or style. Mm. Uh, so they're behind many of the commonly referenced stock indices, that, which is where you've probably heard of them, uh, such as the S&P 500 right. in the US or the S&P NZX 50 here in New Zealand. And those indices track different things, right? Yeah, exactly. So the S&P 500 tracks uh, roughly the 500 largest publicly listed companies in the US. Uh, The S&P NZX 50 tracks the 50 largest companies listed on the New Zealand Stock Exchange. Okay, so why are we talking about these indices today? Uh, Well, S&P Dow Jones Indices has done what they call a quarterly rebalance of its indices. Okay, what does that mean? (laughs) So let's say that the NZX50 is tracking the largest 50 uh, listed companies in New Zealand, Mm. but this mix of 50 companies could change over time. So to stay true to what the index is trying to track, the companies that are included in the index should also change to reflect this. So um, the S- so P periodically reviews the companies in its indices and updates them um, as necessary. Okay, so what's happened with this quarterly rebalance? Any changes worth noticing? Yeah, I mean, there's many different indices and I could be here all day talking through the changes, but I thought I'd just point out a couple of key ones. Uh, so first here in New Zealand, if we start locally, um, we've got the S&P NZX 20 index. Now, uh, before I talked about the NZX 50 index, this one is the 20 largest companies out of that NZX 50 index. Uh, so uh, Freightways is going to be added to this um, NZX 20 index and it's subbing in for Z Energy which will be removed. Was that the only change for New Zealand or? Uh, for the New Zealand indices right. yes 
But um, another Kiwi company has been caught up in some of the changes that are happening to the Australian indices. Uh, this time it's A2 Milk. A2 Milk. We, of course, know that they've had a challenging year. We talked about that when we reported on their annual results the other week. What happened to them? Yeah, so A2 Milk is being dropped from the S&P ASX 50 index. So that's the index that follows the 50 largest companies on the Australian Stock Exchange. Now, to be included in those 50 companies, you have to have a market capitalization of at least 5 billion Australian dollars. So remembering that market capitalization is going the share price times number of shares in a company. Right. Now, A2 Milk's market cap has fallen to about 4.3 billion Australian dollars, meaning that it's been bumped from the index. Okay, and then what about over in the US? Any changes to the S&P 500 index? Yeah, a couple of changes. So firstly, um, a company called Match is being added to it. Um, Match is a company that owns a whole portfolio of online dating services like Tinder and Hinge. Now, this will be replacing a company called Perigo. Uh, that's a health and wellness company. Uh, so uh, Perigo will be removed from the S&P hmm. 500. Now, there's two other companies being added to the S&P 500 as well. One called Brown & Brown, which is an insurance company, and one called Ceridian HCM, which is an IT. This is really interesting to learn about it. But my question is, why do we care about what companies make up the indices? Yeah, good question. I mean, it's probably not so much what happens to an index when these changes happen, but rather what it means for the companies that are being added or removed um, from it. So I saw a quote in a Business Desk article from an advisor at Craig's Investment um, Advisors who put it really nicely. He said that if companies uh, drop down an index or get removed from it, then coverage of a stock is likely to lessen. So in other words, you might have fewer professional analysts following the company. Uh, the second thing he said was that if index funds have to rebalance as well, um, sorry, that index funds have to rebalance as well. So if a company falls out of an index, then it might have less investor support. Okay, so what, what do you mean by that? Uh, so there's certain investment funds that are set up to track the performance of indexes. So for example, um, exchange-traded funds, they typically are set up to with the objective of replicating the performance of an index. Right. So when companies within the index change, these funds have to reflect those changes as well. So they might sell the shares of companies that have been dropped from the index or buy the shares in companies that have been added to it. Okay, so what can that mean for a company? Uh, well, for a company that's been added to an index like the S&P 500, which has trillions of dollars linked to its performance, it can potentially be pretty big news. So Match's share price jumped more than 8% when the news came out uh, that it would be joining the S&P 500. Uh, I also remember that when Moderna was added to the S&P 500 back in July, a similar thing happened to its share price. Right. So Alice, one last thing, and thanks for explaining all that. When do these changes come into effect? Um, so they'll come into effect from the start of the day on the 20th of September. Cool. Thanks for listening to that big ramble from me, Joseph. That no, was super interesting. I was into it. Thank um, you so much for it. <laughs> but you were saying that you've got a story involving two of your most relevant interests. So I'm going to guess that this involves um, eating hot chips and taking naps. You know me so well. I mean, I love both those things for sure. But the story actually combines two of my other favorite things, honey, which I love, and celebrities, which I can't get enough of. Okay, this, this sounds like an interesting combo. So let's start off with the honey. Right, so this involves a New Zealand company called Convita. They make and market Manuka honey health products. Manuka honey is uh, supposed to have uh, antibacterial and antiviral properties. 
Comvita's the biggest company in the sector. Uh, it was revenue is around $190 million, that kind of thing. Uh, last month, it posted a full year net profit of $9.5 million, which was a turnaround from the previous year, where it recorded a loss of $9.7 million. Alrighty, so that was the honey part. Um, mm-hmm. What about the celebrities? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I was getting into that. This is the this is the juicy bit. So, it's big markets. Convita's big markets are in China and the US. In America, Convita, just for context, became the fastest growing manuka honey brand and sales grew by twenty three percent there, uh, accounting for nineteen uh, percent of all its global sales. But today they announced a new partnership to try and mine the vast U.S. market even more. They've partnered partnered with a U.S.-based brand development agency called Caravan. And that's where the celebrities come in, because Caravan itself is backed by a major talent agency called Creative Artists Agency. Okay, I've actually heard of CAA, or Creative Artists Agency. They're pretty big, right? Yeah, yeah, they're they're huge. They're pretty much the major uh, talent agency in Hollywood. Uh, For example, Keanu Reeves is on their books as with uh, sports stars like uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and even Blimmin' Beyonce's on the books, who, I learned in the research for this, actually has a hemp and bee farm, from what I understand. Well, that's quite relevant considering that, you know, she has Queen Bee. Boom. Uh, Exactly. So, Caravan is basically CAA's celebrity brand incubator. Uh, If you want a complete celebrity-led brand for your product... Here's Caravan who could do that. They'll just hand over, I don't know, Liam Neeson, who's happy to sell antibacterial wipes on his Instagram, for example. And so Comfita wants that for their honey products? Yes, as I said, they've made inroads to the US, but according to the CEO, David Banfield, it's not enough. They need more promotion in the States. They really want to get in there. He says the partnership will, quote, amplify the awareness and benefits of Manuka Honey and Propolis, which is another one of their products, through the eyes of celebrities who turn to Comfita for solutions, end quote. Unfortunately, uh, there's no details yet of any of the campaigns or what they're going to do there or how much it might cost. It's commercially sensitive information at the moment. But this is part of Convita's five-year plan to reconstitute and reform the company. They want to improve margins and growth, and uh, one of their targets is to reach double digits in earnings per share. But what else is happening in the US, Alice? I just have um, a quick piece of news around Walmart. Oh, Walmart, yeah. We talked about Walmart on Recap last week. Is there an update? Yeah, too right. And actually, I couldn't believe it last week when you said that they employ more than 2 million people worldwide. That's huge. It's huge, eh? And and then there was my other fun fact, which I still can't get over, actually, that apparently 90% of the US population lives within 10 miles of a Walmart store. Again, that stat just blew my mind. Right, so why are they in the news again? Uh, Well, as you said before, we did talk about Walmart on Recap last week, and that was because they announced they're looking to hire around 20,000 more people to help with their supply chain ahead of the busy holiday season. Uh, Well, there was more news about Walmart employees over the weekend, and this time it's because they're giving a whole lot of their employees a pay rise. Well, for a company that employs over 2 million people, that's got to be fairly costly to them, right? Well, the pay rise isn't for everyone. It's for around 565,000 of their employees. Um, now, these people's wages aren't go- are going to be raised by at least $1 per hour. So while that doesn't sound like a groundbreaking number, that $1, uh, when you do apply $1 per hour to 565,000 employees, you can see that that does add up. And of course, that means extra money in the pockets for their employees. So why is Walmart doing this? 
While the retail industry in the States has been facing fierce competition for workers, in a particular, retailers need to prepare themselves for that busy holiday rush. Uh, now, several retailers have offered perks to their employees recently, including Walmart, who back in July uh, said it will pay for college tuition uh, for its employees. Target, another big retailer, they also rolled out their own college program uh, earlier in the year. And a couple of other big retailers have boosted wages recently as well. Yeah, it's a really competitive labour market there at the moment. Thank you very much, Alice. All right, now I've got just one final thing for today, Jose. Mm -hmm. It's just a reminder that US markets are closed on Monday um, because the US is celebrating Labor Day. Oh, good tip, good tip, good to note, actually. Thanks very much, Alice. Appreciate that. And speaking of being closed, that means it's uh, that was recap for the 6th of September. Thank you so much for listening in. Appreciate it. If you are enjoying what you hear, please give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Ka kite Bye.